90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Welcome back to the 90s, you guys. How are you? Wow, you look so much younger than usual, Kelly, Sharon. Wow. Thank you. Remember, Sharon's nine years older than I am. Settle it down, lady. (laughs) I always have to throw those numbers at a girl. Yeah, I just like to keep it real and people remember that. I'm not the oldest one. Nobody likes it real, (laughs) Kelly. Nobody. You know what's sad is I finally, I realized this just, uh, I guess, well, probably like about a year ago now. I am the um, oldest announcer on our station. And so. <laughs> that I, is true. Wow. I used to be the middle and or the youngest. And uh, now I've graduated to the, the top of the rung. So. I'm happy to report that I am not the oldest. I've been there the longest on my station consecutively. Yeah. Um, but I am not the oldest. Oh. I also hold for that now. record for consecutive. I also hold that record, so I'll, I'll I'll hang on to that one more. That's nice. Yeah, I like that too. Yep. 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 It's it's a, it shows a, a sign of commitment, you know, <laughs> or that you were or that you were hiding when they were firing people. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was under the console. You do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's agile. Yeah. Why is she always under the table? You never know. She just knows when it's going to happen. Wow. <laughs> Exactly. Avoid eye contact. Yeah. I had a colleague when I worked in Toronto, and I wasn't um, witness to this, but he told me that uh, he was doing an overnight shift opping. um, I believe it was on the talk station, and uh, he decided to take a little nap. And uh, under the console, but the nap ran long, and he, I think, if memory serves, he was woken up by the morning show producer that came in. Oh, no way. "Uh, What are you doing down there, fella? (laughs) Wow. Oh my goodness. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's, that's getting caught good. right there. Yep. I will I can admit to uh uh putting my head down on the on the like most of the consoles that I've had have had like a space in front of it, like a little I don't know, like 8-inch ledge of tabletop, let's say. Mhm. Uh, so you can take notes or put your head down. Um, <laughs> which I'm sure you don't tell your boss you're doing, but like on an overnight or something like that, I always found the first overnight into a series of them was like the the challenge because you're coming off your regular life and you're going into the dark side. Yep. And you'd be like, uh, you'd hit the wall at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. Like, oh, God, there's another three and a half hours. <laughs> so- Let me just put my head down for a second. I'm sitting right in front of that eight-inch spot you're talking about. Let me just let me test it out. Give that, yeah. Right. See? Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. 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 This feels good. Yeah. I mean, it's just comfortable enough that you're not going to actually stay there for a long time, but yeah. you can close your eyes for a second. But it's a dangerous place to hang around. Yes, it is. Because what if you wake up in a startle and you hit the board, and you hit all the buttons? <laughs> it could happen. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, no buttons to worry about today. Mm-hmm. I think we're good. We're going to talk about the uh, Pinkett Smith offspring. That's a full-on adult, yet not with child. We'll break down that explanation, too. It sort of sounds like I'm starting a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> He's not with child. He doesn't accept it. Just kidding. Um, we're going to f- take us uh, to the end of the touring road for one of the all-time greats and some stats to back up what was a really long farewell. Also, Kelly's trivia will test um, your will, push your memory to places <laughs> only the 90s would understand. And, of course, your 90s rewind will go kind of back to the beginning of it all, to the summer of 1991. And since Queen Bee 
captivated the crowd in Toronto recently as her tour yeah. continues. Our own Adam was there for the captivation. Let's start there. Adam, I've could you smile any bigger? <laughs> I couldn't. Okay, here's my piece of trivia for you. Okay. Um, how long do you think it took me to start bawling my eyes out during the show? One minute. Wrong. The first minute Kelly. of the first song. Uh, I'll, I'll go with lucky number seven. It was actually the first minute of the second song. It was a hard question. Ah. But <laughs> probably three, four minutes in the show, it was just so beautiful. This stage, her dress, her singing. And I just thought of everybody that's worked on the tour. And I went, oh my God, the best people in the world have been working on this tour and it looks like a billion dollars wow. and I started bawling my eyes out it was so beautiful she was great she was amazing the show was two hours and a half long <gasps> wow that's and a long stretch if I did live in Toronto and did not have to come back to Montreal the following day and you know I had a train booked I would have paid over $500 to go see that show again Really? And I'm not a millionaire. $500 for a show is a lot of money. It's I rent. I would have paid it again <laughs> anytime. We know this. Uh, it's a big deal because you work in radio like we do. We know. Yeah. We know the riches aren't in radio. <laughs> but best $500 I could have invested to see that show again. She was amazing. Um, Incredible. Uh, okay, every so every aspect of the show was great. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Can what you, was the the what was the tipping point? What was the second song that she played that got you one minute into that? It was, uh, I think, uh, one plus one. Is that the, is that the name of the song? One plus one equals two. Yeah. And um, <gasps> it was, you know, she's so she's doing her own opening act. Okay. Oh, nice. So she the the lights aren't even all the way down the screen. You know, poof 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 a little bit, and she just comes out from the floor and sings five songs, um, piano, vocals, super acoustic. She's in an elegant dress. There's no dancers. There's no nothing. And, you know, she's she's serving the vocals. And uh, she's so good. <laughs> He's in love, I think. Kel. She's so good. Yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah. 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 It's pretty so, exciting um, that you were there. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. I mean, I I wished I could say more about it and like have, I you know I've heard this. Um, oh, how do they call this? They were saying this about Taylor Swift um, fans that would literally black out during the show and have no really? memories whatsoever of the show. And there's a term for that when you're living such a, a moment of of passion and excitement that you completely black out. Wow. Um, so I know I was there for the two hours and a half of the show. I know I enjoyed every second of it. I know I couldn't take my eyes off her and the huge screens, but I can't remember the whole show. Mm. <gasps> I'm sure there's like a few, there's songs she did. I'm like, oh my God, I don't remember that moment. Or, oh, I don't remember when they did that choreography or whatever. It was just so busy and so emotionally mm, um, wow. demanding. That's why I that, usually uh, try to see Janet shows like four times because like you miss. So it can sink in. Well, yeah. and that's why I wanted to go on uh, uh, the, the other night. I was like, okay, tomorrow night, I'm not taking a single, um, I'm not taking a single drink. I'm not like, I'm not screaming at the songs. I'm not singing with her. I'm just, you know, 
shut up and look and take everything in. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to do that experience again, you know, the following day. Did you see Blue Ivy? Did she, did she come out? Blue Ivy was not uh, there that oh, night. Okay. But uh, hey, it's okay. It's okay. We can't have it all. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> she'd been out recently. I know she did some European stuff, but maybe uh, I I know it was somebody's. They were celebrating. Oh yeah, um, Jay Z's mom got married over the weekend. Oh, cool. So uh, to her partner, and so um, yeah, like Beyonce was in New York, I believe it was over the weekend. So then she came wow. up to Toronto. Like so, I'm sure by the time. Uh, like all her gear was in. She probably came in early Saturday or later Saturday because I, I think the wedding was on Thursday or Friday of last week. So, Wow, that's cool. Uh, but Jay-Z, I'm at Jay-Z the, was at uh, a concert, list. so yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what's crazy about the set list is... It's long. It's long. There are barely no hits. She's not doing single ladies. She's not singing Halo. She's not singing. Um, what are she's her? She's singing other... one of my favorites, though. Love Which on one? top. Oh, that's she did a great sing song. Love on top. Love. Um, it. So she sang Crazy in Love, Love on Top, uh, Run the World, uh, Formation, and those are pretty much the only four hits she sang. And some of the songs I didn't really know. And you know when there's a show and you don't know the song. And there's one, two, three, four in a row that you don't know all the songs. It can start to become a little bit boring or, you know, okay, I'll go grab a beer. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though I didn't know a lot of the songs, well, when I say didn't know, like I didn't know them by heart. Mm -hmm. um, It never felt like a dull moment in the show. Well, she does a Rose Royce cover too in the... uh, um, the start. Didn't she do a Tina Turner thank you? Like a... Uh, she, River, did, she did. She sang a little bit, a little pieces of uh, "River Deep, Mountain High." Okay. Yeah. Um, I see this. So yeah. How was pretty uh, cool? How was uh, "Break My Soul"? Oh. <laughs> oh, I screamed. She, 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 she. You know, she got the boot, the booty moving. She had the whole floor dancing. Nobody sat down in the whole show, eh? Nobody yeah. from the front row to the nosebleeds. Nobody sat down. It was a huge party. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. So happy for you, Adam. Yeah. yeah so, you deserve anyways, that. Anyways, you had to be there. Go on TikTok. Look at the videos. It's not as good as it was to be there. Um. But yeah, if if you know if Beyonce is coming to your town soon, and you're wondering if you should buy that ticket, you should. Yeah, okay. she did. Uh, she did a, a a Destiny's Child song, didn't she? Uh, she did a. She did a. Uh, well, she's opening with a "Dangerously in Love." Oh, so there we go. So that's yeah. the first song she does. Yeah. Okay. There's our '90s connection. There we there go. You go. <laughs> Way to tie it in, Cal. Yep. And I'm, she's Beyonce, <laughs> well, so it's all good. She is indeed Beyonce. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Adam. We're happy for you. Thanks for Thank bringing you. a little bit of that back to us. You know what's crazy to me is that she is not the richest female musician. Like who is Taylor Swift? Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. Rihanna. Rihanna oh, is cool. worth one point four billion dollars. But most of it is her, Yikes. you know, makeup it's her fashion company. line. Yeah. It's, her, yeah, it's her fashion oh, okay. line. And I know together nice. that Beyonce and Jay Z are over a billion together. Yeah, um, and that two hundred dollar, sorry, two hundred two hundred million dollar uh, um, pied a terre that they just bought in Los Angeles is apparently uh, pocket change for them. And I also heard that that mansion that they bought um, is going to serve mainly, if this is true or not, I don't know, but as like um, a place to display their art. So two hundred million dollars, not to live wow. there really, 
more to display all their art. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I'll never That's, be that rich. It's yeah. so relatable. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Good yeah. for them. Yep. Yep. Well, we can all dream, right? And we, you know what? I think when they put on, they they really put their efforts into committing to uh, leveling up the experience f- at concerts f- for for fans. That you know, they're working for it. It's not like it's not like nothing. Oh yeah, you know? no, she's she's working for it. Yeah. Or, or they're hi- it. they're hiring the right people, but they're doing something right. Yep, indeed. Well, we've got a show full of right things, you guys. Two of which are coming up right now. Want to do trivia? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get right into it. <laughs> 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. So uh, back to the art and literature card. Um, oh, in which good. book by Joanne Harris does a single mother open a popular chocolate shop to the annoyance of the local priest? Sharon? Go, Sharon. Chocolat. You're right. Go, girl. Wow. Wasn't that with Johnny Depp? Was he in that movie? Yes, it was. Johnny was it... Depp and uh, a French actress, I believe. Oh, my gosh. Was it the one he ended up marrying? What's her face? Mm. He's been with a Vanessa, lot of women, Vanessa pa- No, she's a singer. Vanessa Parody was a singer, right? No, okay. yeah, it's not her. Okay. Uh, was it Juliette Binoche? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Which is sort of like brioche, which you should think of when you think of chocolate and chocolat. So there you are. Thank was you. Was it a good well, movie? It's, wait, <laughs> but it's B-I-N-O-C-H-E. So Binoche right. or? No, it's no, Binoche. She's French. Binoche. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, was it a good movie, Sharon? I believe, uh, yeah, I think I saw it once and I would have seen it then. So a few years ago. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Fancy. Because yeah, she's she's got a, a lovely uh, a loveliness to her. Mm-hmm. delivery and he's got such you know he's easy to look at he was he's a very talented actor too yeah a million percent he's so good that at was, pirates uh, like it's crazy that was prior to any of the shenanigans yeah yeah i think um uh, kelly yes sir the trivia the trivia you're you're giving us it comes from a 90s trivia box right yes sir why was that like in 2001 or something well that was december 22nd 2000 so mm, i think the owner of the games have an it apology must have to ran do. out of questions sorry they must have run out of questions <laughs> sorry friends dipped into the following year <laughs> i really didn't be writing these i really didn't be yeah i really haven't been writing these questions well if uh you know what if we're looking for some validation um they would have filmed it in it's the 90s. true probably yeah good one sharon thanks for saving me you're welcome um <laughs> so this is from hobbies toys and games Oh, Skip fantastic. it was basically a ball on a string, but which body part were you meant to attach it to? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Ankle. Yes, ma'am. Two for dose. Good for Boom. you. You were too quick for me. Yep. Yep. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that game, you can get a good cardio workout on that thing. For sure. It yep. turned into sort of like if you did it fast enough, you could be like a double dutcher, you know? Like- yeah. And also get dizzy if you're not careful. And that. Yep. I think we talked about the other game that you said, skip it. I'm like, oh, I was like, bop it. Remember that yeah, game? Yeah. We've talked about yeah. that before. I love that game. You have like, your serious much. face on, so I believe you. 
<laughs> it's so and probably because it's like an addiction. So I'm like, I love the game, but it's like a drug. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there, and I love every minute of it. Even the frustration that follows when you're like, No, I didn't bop it. You know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, on we go, you guys. Let me just make sure I have my document in line. And just okay. while you're doing that, let me tell you that chocolat uh, mm-hmm. was actually a novel. Published in 1999. Yay! So, there we go. And wasn't that the angle of your question, though, Kelly, that it had come from a book? Am I, believe, I remembering yes, that Yes, right? actually it was. So maybe the question wasn't wrong, Adam. So, um... It was. It was in which book by Joanne Harris. So, yes, so yeah. the, the makers of my cards are not terrible. <laughs> Yay! We just started so, to focus on the angles of Johnny Depp. Yeah. My apologies to the writer of the questions. You <laughs> yeah. were 100% right. Good job. I have yeah. no idea. Let's call him Bert. Who knows? Ah, okay. By the way, just quickly, um, Megan Trainer recently had baby number dose, baby two, um, and so another little boy, and his name is Barry Bruce Trainer. How cool is that? Nato after someone or two? I, I'm assuming Barry is probably her dad or granddad or something, uh, and maybe Bruce is like his father's name or vice versa. I don't know, but um, cool. I thought that was cool. Barry Bruce Trainer. It sounds like a like a superhero, like Clark Kent. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. Um, So it finally happened, you guys. After a really long time and a pandemic, Mm -hmm. to make it even longer, Elton John did his final show. I don't believe it. Oh, I do. I don't think he's not... Yeah, I really do. uh, The the fact... I heard him uh, interview clips the other day of him saying that... uh, you know, his priority was his family, which we've heard him say before. But the other thing was, like, he, he doesn't like the artists that retire and then, you know, decide to tour again. He goes, no, not happening. If that's me, shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, uh, there's so many statistics that come along with uh, with the end of this yellow brick road. <laughs> that um, they come in the millions when it comes to people that have seen it. Um, uh, 330 shows for this tour Um, and the return home to his husband and sons after what he describes as 52 years of pure joy Uh, pure joy of making music and bringing it to the people certainly but the idea that he got just far enough from it toward the end that the interviews were like that it felt like it was schlepping and that he didn't want to schlep anymore he'll still make music and he'll still write music and obviously remain a fan of music, but to tour, he doesn't have to do that. And I think as a side note to any of that, I think coming off of um, the the pandemic is that we know how easily you can reach your fans with uh, an online engagement, some sort of streaming event where he could just go to his backyard, which he did, mm-hmm. you know, and play some songs and then go in for lunch. I mean, if he really wanted to get that that connection to his fans back by playing a song or two, he could have that at any time. But not having to assemble everybody and make sure that everything's set and just travel, travel, travel and be away from your home and your and your people because you have to respect that your your people have lives. Also, it's a lot. It's a great undertaking. And certainly it's appreciated by the millions of people that got to see this tour, myself included. Um, but you, I, at his age... Well placed in his seventies, you can see that. Like, okay, I don't have to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll miss him. We were playing actually some clips 
on our show this morning. And like, I could have just, I could have listened to it all day. Mm-hmm. Like Elton, How- I've seen Elton John probably five or six times in my life. And every single time it's great. How many albums has he put out? 97. 100. <laughs> 132 uh many and he's had recent ones too he likes yeah he likes making music he likes writing well, what was cool for he me, likes c- collaborating for me is that like on the pop station i got to give him a shout out on saturday oh yeah because we're still playing his dua lipa track and his britney song i love so, that i so, love that that dua lipa track is amazing it's 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 amazing and so i actually was playing that one so coming off the back end of that uh you know, and I don't normally on our stage, I don't normally go backwards. Like we're always pushing forwards. But I yes. I, I said like, hey, like need to give him a shout out. And so over 4,000 concerts he's done since the 70s. And wow. uh, he's beaten Ed Sheeran's record of most return for tour, 900 million bucks. Uh, um, uh, the previous record was Ed Sheeran was 776 million, I think. So uh you know, Elton John at 76 years old blew him out of the water with that. So, and that's that's like now. So his tour stops now. It's July, and it's Taylor Swift's tour that continues. So is she not the one that's sort of coming up? Well, this was like the overall record of all time for like for the oh, break. got it. Yeah, got it. so so he's brought in 900 million bucks, I guess, with this tour, and so and Ed wow. had the previous record of 776 million. So okay. we'll see. Tara, t- I think Taylor. Taylor's either going to, I think, come close to Ed or maybe pass him too. I don't know if she'll come up to $900 million, But, I mean, she is doing big stadiums also. So, we'll see. Are we talking wow. profits or? It's supposed to be profits. Yeah, $900 million. Okay. Yep. Pretty incredible. Yep. Pretty incredible. Yep. I, I'm, I'm happy for him. And Sad I, I really, for us. I think that yeah, yeah. You know what? That we we had the the chance to to see him when we did, and uh, and I think I really think that we'll get more from him. Yeah. Oh yeah. He said he was taking a break, and then he's going to decide what else he's going to do. So um, yeah. And by the way, uh, as of the recording of this show, um, we have news on Madonna, which I don't think I brought to Sharon's attention. Did you see this, Sharon and Adam? Um, more more of a pause button on the tour. She put out a statement. Uh, oh yeah 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 i saw that madonna this, uh, herself yeah, I saw her, that this afternoon yeah. on her instagram oh, good so she's going to keep the european leg to start in october um they're going to reschedule north america wow and uh she she had a really great statement on her instagram um which everybody will have read by the time you're hearing this but uh she shared a recent recent picture of herself and she does look like she's just come through the ringer but she also looks like she's determined and heading in the right direction so she looks like herself yeah yeah that's the interesting thing she's she's not made up she's obviously camera ready on some level but she you know she looks like herself Mm -hmm. and it just proves i think that anything that anybody's been chirping at her for whatever her look or whatever like it's part of the it's part of the creative process for her Mm -hmm. like kind of settle down man like leave her be yeah I don't have tickets yet for said tour, but I'm going to work my butt off somehow to figure it out to get there when it does get We do have tickets for... Adam does too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm the lone lone wolf who sold her her kidney to go see another show earlier this year, so... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we made a priority of a couple of things. It's been an expensive year, but 
you know what? Like, if this is how if this is how you want to spend your money, then do it. And I feel like, like concerts are well for it all. You know, it depends for everybody, but it's a valid way to spend that well earned money. Yeah, well, it's like sure. we talk about on our station uh, making life experiences for people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Sharon's doing that also on you too, Adam, on yours. Um, but yeah, it's funny because at first I I didn't know, I don't know that it resonated with me when we first started talking about this a few years ago for us. But now, like, like I know what it means to me to go to a Janet concert. Like, I already knew that anyways, but just now knowing, too, like, you know, it's, like, they're not in their 20s anymore. So how much longer are you going to have a chance to go see, you know, X, Y, Z? And so that's why, yeah, like, it might be expensive, but, you know, oh, well. Worth it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Plus, I got to see Vin Diesel, so that was cool. <laughs> well, you, you got that going on. I got on. that as a bonus. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen at the show. There yep. you go. Um, what was the other thing we were going to talk about? That was uh, the um, the uh, Pinkett Smith connection. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. the fact that Jaden's Jaden, right, mm-hmm. is um, 25 years old. How did that happen? I, I still think he's like 11. It's wild. <laughs> Yeah, the, the little baby. Cute little baby. He's 25 How years old. How old did you say he is now? 25? 25. 25. Wow. Yeah. 25 in Espanol. Thanks. That's hey. my practice. Yep. Well, the fun fun quip that uh, that Will Smith made was like, hey, you don't have any kids yet. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> he was, what, 25 and he had a toddler. Yeah. yeah he was saying. But did you see what his, what his, what his mother-in-law wrote? His mother-in-law? Yeah, so like, so he said that, and and I, I guess he put that in his social media post to Jaden, and then his mm-hmm. mother-in-law wrote, "Yeah, he's smart," meaning like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't have a kid yet. So that's funny. So yeah, grandma, grandma was in on that. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, good for him. He's doing uh, pretty well for himself, isn't he? Yeah. Doesn't he have his own fashion line? I think so. He's very handsome. He's very handsome. Him and Willow are... And I've only heard great things about how uh, creatively talented Willow is. Yeah. Like with, with songwriting and with like how she does vocals. And a lot of people want her to do like collabs with her, with them. And like like Miley. I believe she was with mm-hmm. Miley on the that song, one of the songs. So, nice. yeah. Oh, and just nice. sidebar before you get to your rewind, Sharon. I cannot understand. And we talked about this on on uh my show um why so many audience goers are throwing things at artists these days what the heck is going uh, it on happened with to that? harry styles harry today. styles yeah, was the latest one that. and he actually like was doubled over in pain at one point so it's like and drake got hit with the cell phone and bb rexa who i love by the way she's a, a rock star um i've had the chance to interview her she's super cool she ha- ended up with a black eye in stitches because somebody threw a phone at her I have a and question. Because they thought it was funny, right? Like, that's well, they not said funny. they what? said that they wanted. I think, like, you know, that like she was gonna maybe do something with the phone. But like, I my two points are, and Adam, I'm gonna get to you in a second. But like, a first of all, do you think they're just gonna stop the show and like do a selfie with you, like you morons? And then B, mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you throwing your cell phone at the art? You're never going to see that cell phone again, and cell phones are expensive. So why would you even part with your property? Like, it doesn't make always- any sense. <laughs> I always thought that about bras. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the for the old timer rock stars of the like sixties and seventies, like the Rolling Stones, that got bras thrown on stage. I'm like, those cost a lot. Yeah. And it's not fun to bra shop. I don't care what anybody tells you. Yeah. It's not yeah. fun. So yeah. like you're taking the the 
effort of having to get a bra in the first place and the a lot of money to to pay for it to throw it on stage yeah like, what yeah i told you my rolling stone story though right sorry sharon did I, I told you my Rolling Stone story about the bras? No, you did not. No. I'll tell you in quick fashion. I went to two shows because two different friends had tickets back when they were here in Montreal, like I think it was early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Anyways, back to back nights. Went with one person, sat in this area, next night, different area. Uh, and they had like a, a little satellite stage off of a catwalk so that they went and they did some of the really older 60s stuff. It was like, you know, tiny jam space for the Rolling Stones. Super cool. And then at that point, someone flings a bra on the stage. I'm like, huh, impressive. They're they're still flinging bras. That's cool. (laughs) And uh, off they go. So great show. Next night, go back. Different vantage point, sitting in a different area. But I still am able to see that little off that little satellite stage. And they come out the catwalk. They start da da da, -da, and someone flicks a bra. I'm like, that's peculiar. That back to back nights. In the same time <gasps> that someone's going to, you know, let go of their bra, of their prize purchase of, like I said, the annoyance of having to shop for one and spending all the money on it, but at the same time in two different shows. So I'm like, that's not happening. So I'm, I was sure they had like a bra flinger on the payroll. Probably. <laughs> and then I thought, that's sad. Because if I had just seen the one show, I would have thought, wow, they still got it. You know, so <laughs> they're still flinging bras at them. Next night, I'm like, well, that's sad. <laughs> they think that people are going to get a kick out of seeing a bra flicked, which I did. Which you did. And now they've done it twice. <laughs> and this was very pre-social media, so it, you get away with stuff like that. Now it wouldn't have, oh yeah, wouldn't last yeah. like a night, you know. That's hilarious. Anyway. There was a bra plant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what a clever yeah, I'm idea! On tour with though. the Rolling Stones. What do you do for them? Uh, I'm in charge of bras. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fling them. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, your point. Go, go, go. I was just wondering how are people getting away with with throwing the phones? Like let's say, okay, I'm at the Beyonce concert the other day. If I see whoever's standing next to me throw his phone or whatever object and Beyonce and hit her in the face, I'm gonna hit you in the <laughs> face. This like, is serious how, business I can how see in your eyes. Thing dare you <laughs> to throw something at this amazing artist on stage trying to you know just give a show yeah i agree with so you. Yeah. that's it doesn't make sense I'm and calm it's, a weird, down. it's a weird trend though like why are people going like people hear the story and then they go ah i'm gonna throw it yeah like, like pink pink had a baggie of someone's ashes yeah it's so tossed weird. up on her stage that's that's boku yeah like, it wasn't thrown it wasn't thrown like physically no, at still, her like if like, you're gonna throw it on the stage it still sucks but like what if the baggy breaks what if you don't have like you know a top notch right. zip lock right. you know can you imagine like that mom right <sighs> so obviously she's up in heaven or whatever but like if she's looking down and she's like well there you have it my final resting place <laughs> on a piece of like eight like like eight by ten or like a four by eight or whatever that's gonna get flung onto the you know the uh, the arena floor after like is somebody come, gonna hoover that up you know what I mean like, yes, it's not. Uh, it's not the respectful process like, you were hoping for. Yeah, because like you know, for example, my mother has already like requested of me. She's like, I want a bit of me on this mountaintop, and then you're gonna put a bit of me near, next to this lake. And I'm like, okay, that's enough places that we're putting you. Thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but like, imagine uh, like you're just on this like 
you know, board that's part of the stage that's going to be, you know, put in a truck. Like, you don't even have a resting place. You're dust. Like, it's over. So the whole idea that that Pink's response to them in the moment had her voice sort of quiver like, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be either. No, no. Gross. Yep. Oh, well. Well, uh, how about we wrap it up, you guys, with a 90s rewind? Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Let us go back to the uh, palindrome year of 1991. Same forwards oh. as backwards. Uh, and for uh, for this uh, endeavor, I can tell you, I should just, like, drop names on you, but it was a, just this little snapshot of a handful of songs, like uh, Lenny Kravitz, It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Mm. Mm. Just so good. The summer of 91 sounded fantastic. The depth with which Mark Cohn took us when he was walking in Memphis. Oh. oh. Yet nice. at the same I forgot time, about that one. Imagine that. And then to be very present right here, right now oh, with yeah. Jesus Jones. Nice. <laughs> Come on. And of course, if you were in a hurry, you were in a rush, rush. <laughs> oh my God. wasn't that creepy didn't that sound creepy it did rush, yeah. Rush. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paula Abdul is actually topping the charts uh, for this handful of songs for your 90s rewind that'll wrap up quite perfectly with the aforementioned uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff in summer 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 time good yeah. job Sharona yep. thanks yep. that's yep. it that's your 90s rewind yep. nice little flashback to a great Summer soundtrack. Uh, I've got a question for you. Yes. Bring it on. Just before we move forward, because you mentioned the palindrome year. Yeah. Uh, and I never heard of a year being um, described as such. So I mm. researched uh, the next palindrome year. Who's going to guess, guess what it is? After that one was 2002. Uh, okay. But my question was, it wasn't <laughs> clear. After coming? 2002, yeah. After, uh, from the next one from today is going to be. I believe it's going to be the uh, title of a Rush album, 2112. Wow, look at you. Okay. Boom. We all won't be here for that. <laughs> we probably no, we will not be here. I'll miss you all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll be in 90s now heaven. Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go. There Doesn't we that are. sound like a fun place to be with all the best music and the yep. hammer pants? Yep. Uh, audience question quickly. <laughs> Um, oh, bring it on. Here we go. So uh, they want all of our opinions on this. In the 90s, there was like, you know, I'm sure obviously there was many genres that were successful in the 90s. But mm-hmm. uh, I think a, a prevalent would be hip hop and R&B was very prevalent in the 90s, as was mm. uh, Seattle grunge. Right. And so or just grunge in general, um, alternative music. So uh, question is, which genre do you think actually had the biggest influence on that decade? Hmm. I think, wow, that's a tough one because I think they all had some kind of punch. Like on the decade, that's a tough one between, uh, for me, between uh, grunge and hip hop for sure. Mm-hmm. But I would say hip hop over that. I would say hip hop also. I feel like I'm biased because, well, Sharon could be biased by this too, but at the station we work at, I work at, uh, we play a lot of grunge and, you know, rock. Yeah, towards like, we we do play a lot of Nirvana and Pearl Jam, you know. Yeah, uh, we don't play a single hip hop track. Um, so I, w- I would have went for grunge for the '90s, but I feel like the hip hop might have had a bigger impact on what was to come after the '90s. 
You know, yeah, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think that too. I think I think 90s R&B and 90s hip hop set the bar for many people that either came at the tail end of that decade and now. Like and I think there's been a resurgence of like what that 90s was and even just seeing Busta Rhymes get his recent award and like telling the generation now to step up and and I feel like they need to step up and produce the quality lyrically of what was coming out in the 90s as opposed to yeah. just like here I am in my, you know, uh Ferrari and my, you know, $97,000 gold chain or whatever. You know what I mean? I just feel like there was yeah. more lyricism that counted in the 90s. It's got to matter, man. Mm. But honest question, because I wasn't there in the 90s, well, not aware of what was going on. Which one was bigger in the 90s, grunge or hip hop? Or there's really there's really no way to to, to tell. They were just the two big. They were both impactful, both of them, because what grunge did, um, it just sort of reminded everybody that you didn't have to get so complicated with rock. It was just, you know, great enough at it at its roots to just, you know, turn it up a little bit and, and strum a little harder. Uh, it didn't lack for um, uh, quality or, or even substance. They, they, were, there was, they were dealing with a lot and bringing it forward, I think. I, mean, I think the same could be said for hip-hop. I think uh, the soundtrack, in my opinion, coming off of him, hip-hop in general, sort of really brought light and attention to a reality that, no one was singing about, certainly, but not because it didn't need to be sung about. And so I thought it was, I think it was important that it was brought forward. Like, oh, okay, well, it really was quite a reality check when you think of uh, substance and content, what, you know, what those artists were bringing forward. And and they weren't necessarily making top 40 charts, but that almost was like a, who cares about top 40 charts? This is important music to listen to. I think it was a great um, a tool for learning and for teaching generations about not even just like the one that the current generation, I think older people stood to to learn a, a great deal uh, and people coming up. I think it, it provides a, a great resource. So I stand by my hip hop claim. Cool. Me too. Yeah, bros. And you know more than I do. So I'll, I'll switch my side and go to your side, <laughs> but Hip, grunge. You know what? I read this great quote the other day from uh, Stephen Piercy of Rat, who talked about. He said it wasn't uh, just grunge that killed hair metal. That hair metal had gotten to a point by the early '90s that there was so much replication, like there was all he said, what he called uh, mini motleys and mini rats, that the record company sort of saw that. Oh, it was to have that kind of really big sounding rock music swirling guitar solos and high harmonies and stuff like that it was all very good but once you see that that's successful a record company will then say well let's get more of that if it's so successful so you just sort of it becomes like a mill right like a hit making mill so grunge comes around and it's somewhat more you know cut not cutthroat but like straight ahead no bs it was boom right at it and that combined with the um with the fact that uh hair metal was sort of killing itself grunge sort of i think sealed the deal it wasn't all grunge that killed it as stephen piercy of rat was saying it was sort of we had already done it to ourselves <laughs> that's fair mm-hmm. yes that's and enough now of us we know yeah that's <laughs> is it ever enough of us Kel? i'm enough. not sure 
<laughs> Great to see you guys as always. And to everyone, thank you for staying in touch. We appreciate it. Ultimately, we're happy that you find us wherever it is that you do, listening to us and taking us along for your ride, whatever your ride is. Thank you very much for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.